What's up? How are you? I'm surprised, first off, that you're up and like ready to do this because you just got off duty yesterday and I know you tired. Bruh, su- surprisingly, I have energy. I don't know what happened. Damn. I think so. You know, we are at 31 <laughs> plays. It should be 32. I just got my homie to listen to it. The most that's that's motivation right there. I'm telling you, I was like, I can't I can't let these streets starve. No man, we out here, we gotta feed them, bro. Big Whether fact, it was by fact. accident or by purpose, we gotta feed them. Oh, it's gonna be on purpose pretty soon. We we getting there, we getting there. We got 31 on accident. We we got this. We got this. For real. All right, we're here, everybody. Small victories and side notes. I am one half of the dynamic duo, Renea. We got the hey. other half, the homie DJ. We're back Sad here man. on episode two. Uh, maybe this should have been episode one, but that's okay. We are here now. So I remember on the last episode, we said we didn't know what the topic was, but when we knew, you got to know, we finally got a few topics. Uh, we're going to kick it off with how this podcast came to be. So tune in and then stay tuned in for the next few topics as we get further down. That was a great intro. And I just want to shout out everyone who listened. I expected zero I'm pretty sure Sway expected the same thing. We got actually a few like downloads. So thank everybody for listening. If you tune in again, thank you. If not, well, sorry, the first episode wasn't exactly what we wanted. We just wanted to see, see what it was about. So just thank you guys for listening. That's all I really wanted to Sure. Get thank you, guys. Uh, make sure you leave some reviews or rates, comments, whatever the case may be. Uh, we like feedback, constructive criticism. I mean, if you're going to put this as trash in the comments, sure. But you no. don't build on that. No, no, no. No. If if you give me negative, don't don't give it to me. I don't want it. It better be all positivity, nigga. It better fake like it. I don't care. For real. Hey, but I'm while we're here. on the while we're on the term of positivity, that's that's really one of the key ingredients to small victories and side notes if you think about it, because uh when me and DJ first met, you know, if we were having a bad day, we'd always find that one thing, we'd be like, you know what? That's a small victory. You know, it's oh, a, yeah. a blessing. So before before I want to I want to get into that story because I think that is a really pivotal point in like our friendship which led to this podcast. But I want to start off with with my my small victory for like for like the week or whatever. Definitely. So yeah, like today was was supposed to be a school day, right? But we got hit with like the remnants of a hurricane because it hit Alabama and like we were not we weren't close to it, but we were close enough to like we got like a lot of rain yesterday. So school was canceled today. I didn't have to go. Big, that's love. I was so happy to be able to sit at home and not, not go to class. So that was like a small victory for me because I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it today. Small victory. Side note, I was very like out of the loop. I don't know if it's because of duty, but I was very out of loop that there was a hurricane. Like I just so happened to, uh, or a storm, sorry, <laughs> hop on Snapchat and it's like, uh, what was it called? Sally? Truck Sally? Sally. Sally. Something like that. Yeah, I was like, yo, what? What? Yo, so, so I, I, lo- I love that weather, right? So. When I when I just saw the rain forecast, I check it like every day. I just want to see like if because it's mad hot here in, in Georgia. So like I want to work out in the, in the daytime. So I try to see when's the best time to do it. Because if I if I do it like around twelve o'clock, it's like ninety eight degrees. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna melt. So I saw the rain and it was like all day. I'm like yes, I love that weather. I love just rainy, gloomy. I'm I don't know why I'm just that type of dude, but like. I, I was happy. It was unexpected because I didn't think we were going to get any hits of the, the hurricane, but it was it was a nice little nice little victory. About to say disclaimer: uh, we're not depressed. But oh no, 
I I live in the in, in this realm. I'm happy. I promise you, I'm happy. I'm just <laughs> just me. This is who I am. What about you? What do you got for me? I, I need I need some of your positive. Uh, let's see. It's I guess my small victory would be uh, making it through duty. So I don't know why, but like when I'm on duty, especially on a weekday. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, I'm in the Navy, right? Our working hours are mandatory seven to fifteen. Service. Thank you. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Mandatory 7 to 15, which is 7 to 3, which in hindsight, that's not bad, right? But everybody on my ship gets off at the same time. So that's like 2,000 people trying to leave at the same time. And I live 20, 30, I live 30 minutes away. And you got to go through a tunnel. It's awful. So get to duty on Wednesday, whatever. I uh, got to be away from my wife. I hate that. Get on work, working on Thursday. Not too many people were there. Uh, upper training command, so it's kind of a chill day. I'm kind of making my own like schedule. Nobody really bothered me. That's cool. Oh. And uh, finally get home, and I have energy. That is my small victory. I got home from duty, and I had energy to like get around my house, hang out with my wife, laugh a little bit, and then to hop on the pod with the homie DJ. So that that is my small victory. Just energy. Hey, that is that is a, a victory for real because. I I, got, I I was in the Navy, like, for a couple of years, you know, and you're just dead at the end. You could do nothing all day. Just be there. It's just a dream, especially on a duty day. So the fact that you have energy to, to come on here, you know, that's, that's, that's a victory for real. Right. Anyways, 30 minutes, side note, side note, 30 minutes just to get home, I would lose my mind. Now, that's 30 minutes on a good day. So, like, the way, gotta, uh, yeah, the way I got to go when I get off base is down, like, 30 minutes of a street of a bunch of lights and like 18 wheelers and it's a really busy street. So when everybody gets off at the same time, we're all just clogging that shit up. But once I get through the tunnel, finally, then it's like an easy ride. It's an easy, smooth ride home. So like, like uh, Renea kind of hinted at the beginning, the first topic is going to be how we started this podcast. Right. And I, I kind of want to get into how we, actually became friends and, and how all this really began because small victories is and silence is the name of the podcast and she she kind of alluded to how like we, we had this mindset we were on a ship together hey just take the small victories in like the situation right but I, it's it was deeper for me personally right because this was after deployment i don't know if you remember this uh sway but we were taking l's like we were taking mad l's for no reason sway was still in the barracks my wife hadn't gotten there so i was no, you were on the ship. You weren't even in the barracks. Yeah, I was in the ship. Yeah, because I was new, new when I met you. Yeah, and then I was like, I was married. I was hiding in somebody's barracks because my wife hadn't gotten there yet, right? So we was just taking L's. We got like in trouble at work, maintenance, L's. <laughs> and then one day, like one morning, we were doing like we were cleaning the ship. It's called MCH, and we were cleaning the ship, and we were cleaning the same area, just keeping busy. And I, I actually, I'm like, yo, like. Tell me about your like your your night. What happened? Because we would just talk about it, and she hit me with the. Uh, I just been taking major L's, and I was like, "Shit, I felt that right." And then she hit me with like some like positive, just wild moment for someone so young. She was like, "I'm I'm starting to take like small little little victories because like all the L's are just getting too much for me. So I'm just taking like whatever I can, like small little victories." And that was such a great way of looking at shit, like from someone who hadn't really thought about it like that. And I really, I really, from that day forward, whenever I got like real bad, like down or whatever, small victories, like I was looking for some small to like, all right, well, wasn't too bad of a day. Most definitely. I can concur with that. Um, 
and really everything we say in this podcast this podcast like side note you know blah 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 is really how we talk on like a daily basis <laughs> like, oh yeah this is so, very hey, one, uh transparent one, yeah, yeah like this i've always felt comfortable talking i can't remember when like we first began because i know i know when we first like when i first met you you were quiet because you were new but like you were still funny like even even like knew you was like had me dying mm-hmm. laughing so I knew it was there, and we, I just felt comfortable from like early on. Most definitely. Now you're like my big brother, my mentor, big brother. We out here, we out here. Small victories and side notes, but uh, to keep going on with what we're talking about, um, a couple times we'd be <laughs> we'd be talking and we'd be like, "Yeah, stay away from the black abyss." Now nobody wants to go there. <laughs> stay away from that. <laughs> the black abyss is when you took major L's, and you <laughs> stay away from that and find your small victory. But uh, yeah. we always could talk about music. Or, you know, I wasn't married at the time, obviously, but, you know, relationships, whatever was going on with that. And then oh, yeah. always like random ass side notes, like it, it, it was always back and forth. So uh, it took us way longer to get to the moment of the podcast, like way longer. Yeah. But when we did get to that moment, it turned out to be a good thing so far. Do you remember how we came up with the name or do you remember like when you realized this was like a good, a good, this was the name? Do you remember that moment? Yeah, I do. It was actually it? a few months ago. Yep. Not even gonna lie to you. I, I guess we started up quick. We took an idea and we kind of ran with it, even though we were a little, little unsure. So, wow. uh, me and Sway, we got to talking on music and other nonsense like we normally do, yep. and we were like, "Yo, we should, we should do a podcast." And you know, we're it's one of those things where you say it and you're not sure if you're actually gonna go through with it, because sometimes we mean Sway get to talking. Uh, yeah. Things just kind of go. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta have real motivation to like keep going with it. So big facts. Uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. The fact that we're here right now is very, uh, very impressive for the both of us. And the fact oh, yeah. that we're on episode two, or really sorry that you guys didn't get to hear it, but we're probably on like episode four or five. Uh, four. Four, yeah. So wow, we really outdid ourselves but we got to talking um we were thinking of like yo what are we gonna call it and i was like you know i got the perfect name like small victories and side notes because that's literally the two things that we say like all the time so we're doing some research as per usual looking some things up um we started getting talking about mics sway got his and then i i went on best buy i went and picked up mine i was gonna wild for out <laughs> for real for I, I was i was gonna wild out and get like a mac sway's got a mac but i, I was gonna wild out and buy one <laughs> and I start seeing the prices, and I was like, okay. <laughs> um, we went out, got desks, got chairs. You know, we're real official. Like, and I and I, for you guys don't know us, right? So, like me personally, I can speak on myself. I am not the type of person who will run with an idea. This is not who I am. I, I have plenty of ideas throughout the week, throughout the day. I was like, this this be a good idea. It dies at that point. It, it'll, it'll die at the beginning, like the moment of conception, dead. Right. <laughs> So for me to be like, all right, I think this, this, we, we should do this podcast and to actually take the steps, because it's not really a hard process, but you have to put some, some work in, right? It's not just, bam, get the mic and you start. You have to, like, there's videos to watch. There's a lot, of, there's a lot that goes behind it. The fact that I, I, I know Sway's the same way, but I'm just speaking for myself, decided, you know, this is something I really want to do. This is something I really want to do this with, because, like, I have, I have other friends, right? people that I talk to, but the chemistry that we have, I think it's, it's what makes, it's pretty cool. It's pretty special. And it's pretty like, it's dope. So the fact that we're here, 
amazing. 31 downloads. That's all I'm saying. We out here. And to, that might seem like a really small number, but we genuinely did not expect any nothing zero any right? downloads any listens any plays oh but i just looking at so side note i just want to say we didn't put any promotion out there so like the random nine people from manhattan and like what 14 from uh it's like uh, ashburn yeah shouts out to them for real because no promotion we, we just put the podcast up and they, i don't know how they found it but they found it you know what i'm saying so it was like random i'm sorry i didn't want to cut you off but like no you're good random. i was thinking about that too the fact that like you can see like how people listen so like i seen a couple people listen from their their speaker i can't imagine my voice playing on somebody else's speaker like, oh my nuts, god that nuts to uh, me. that first that first recording was just so bad and i apologize i promise you the next edit is gonna be better i've learned a little bit more i'm, I'm getting better I've, I've switched rooms so the audio on my side should be better so if y'all Stick around and come back. It will be better, right? Promise you that. Most definitely. And uh, this is for all the listeners for this podcast and any time. Uh, if you ever have any suggestions and things you want to want us to talk about, please leave it in the comments section or hit us up on social media with myself because we're out there with no fucking social media. But that's okay. That's hey, that's okay. a good that's a good segue. That is a perfect segue, right? The speaking of the social media, no social media leads us to. Our next topic, I would say, right? Yes. Um, the social dilemma. Have you seen it? Yes or no? Yes, I have. I watched it on Saturday, I believe, on Netflix. And okay. it was kind of a long one. I think it was like an hour and 30 minutes. That's long? I mean, that's, that's a doc. Yo, I could watch a two-hour documentary. If I feel like I'm getting some out of it, I'm, I'm there. Right? I'm kind of I'm weird. Like saying staying like stationary i kind of feel like i always got to move around but i stayed I stay stationary for that one all right well i appreciate that because i was the one who told you to watch it because i when i first saw it immediately i was like this is something i want to discuss with, with you because i don't have a social media i don't have a facebook instagram twitter i deleted all that shit over a year now actually or right around a year you're, right you're clean. i'm out yeah i'm out here like i knew this was was going on before all these these documentaries or whatever but but I know you have what well, you have all that, right? I don't know if you have a Twitter or not. I had a Twitter. I deactivated that. I hope nobody okay. finds it, but uh, people probably <sighs> will, whatever. Um, I have an Instagram, Snapchat. I do be on Facebook scrolling around a little bit. So, yo, just uh, give, give, them, give them your Instagram name. Let them know where, where they can find uh, you for the pod. Well, hold on. Uh, <laughs> I got to figure out what the fuck my username is, but I did link it in the bus sprout. So, you guys should see that there. My username is. Lil L I L underscore Nea N A E A underscore. Uh, follow me, and uh, if you have anything that you want to discuss on there, I'll hit you back. And also, if you have any questions for the homie DJ, I'll also forward all that shit to him since he wants to be, you know, out of the loop. No big deal. I promise you, if it's negative, I ain't reading that shit. So just like giving y'all, giving y'all a little heads up. I'm not reading negativity. But so, <laughs> yeah, I saw. I was like, this this would be a perfect topic because I've I've long decided like i wanted to get rid of my social media account two or three years ago but obviously it's hard to do because you just you're so connected to it right i was gonna say touch on that why why did you want to get rid of it uh so reason number one right it was what like october of last year i i I was home from deployment and like i just kept looking getting those like the sunday iphone like your weekly screen time yeah yeah and it was just like six hours five six seven hours i was like that's a long time to be on my phone 
and I'm looking at like it tells you it breaks you down like what's what's your most used app or whatever. And it was Facebook, Instagram, uh, and then like the the Safari web browser or whatever, right? And then I was like, yo, that's a lot of time. And I have a kid. So I in my head, I'm I try to be like the best father I can be, at least to her, right? So I'm like, if I'm spending all this time on this app, I'm taking time away from her. I just got home. I shouldn't be I, all those thoughts go in my head. Like I shouldn't be spending so much time on this phone. I need to get off the phone. So I stopped getting on them so much at first. And then I was like, hmm, still too much. So I ended up deleting them. And that shit was hard. I felt like I was out of touch. Like my my news I got from Facebook. So I was like, I felt like I was legit out of everything. And that shit was hard. I'm not gonna lie to you. But that was that was like that was the first reason. The second reason was the whole um, the election Cambridge Analytica thing. I don't know if you ever heard about that. Have you? Uh, no, I don't think so, actually. So you, you ever heard people say that uh, the Russians hacked the election in 2016? Okay, yes. Yes, I heard about that. So it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily Russia. It was a company called Cambridge Analytica, and they were based in Russia, right? But they weren't like, some Rus- they weren't like the Russian government trying to take down America by hijacking our election. They were actually a company hired by the Trump party right and they were paid and it's a legal thing all the all the parties do it right they just they just were better at it they were hired to get their messages out there and they use facebook and twitter mostly facebook to get their messages out and it was a lot of negative false information but it wasn't just the trump election they did this in england they did it in uh, i want to say india and another country right so they were they're all over the world and this is like a legit thing that they could do and i i, I felt like I had to stop because I remember getting some shit on my my, my uh, news feed about Hillary Clinton, and it was just it was negative. I remember like when it just started coming, it just kept coming and kept coming, and it really affected the way I viewed it. So I was like, I really didn't like that. So that was the other reason why. A lot of talking. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. We're here for the discussion. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I my question. All right, I have a couple of questions. My first question is, would you? consider deleting your app now that you saw the documentary would i consider deleting it mm-hmm. probably not uh do i i so i see my um my weekly time as well something i just turned on believe it or not like two months ago i and i didn't know anything about it until two months ago i was going through my settings Jesus. and i do try to be uh, more conscious about that about using it so would i delete it maybe not but do i find myself on it uh too much sometimes yes and just like you, I try to make sure that I scale back or like, you know, if you're ever on your phone too long and like your finger starts to hurt from scrolling. Yes. I don't know if you ever experienced that. Once I start I experiencing that, I'm like, okay, yeah, you need to chill. Or, you know, when you're looking at your week or your days and you're like, mm, what have I done today? And you realize that you've been like on Snapchat all day watching other people like live their life and you're not. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I get that. So. And you're not, I guarantee you're not the only person like that. Like my, my wife watched it and she was like. I felt used. I'm like, but are you going to delete it? She's like, no, probably not. Like, well, you're part of the problem. You're a terrible human being, right? But you guys, are, you, <laughs> y'all, y'all, not a ter- you, y'all ain't terrible human beings, right? But like, I feel like that, that's a thing. I think, too, it's about uh, knowing your limits. And like the social dilemma definitely put a lot of information out there. So now it's all about how you utilize it. You know, if you aimlessly are sitting on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Pinterest, whatever, and you're that's like your entire life, kind of like how it had the teenager 
who yeah. broke the phone out of the uh, box that the mother put it in with a lock, you know, if mm. you're on that level, oh, that was crazy. Yeah. If you're on that level, then, you know, you, you need some intervention as a parent or as a person. As a, Side as a note. So. Side note. If my daughter ever did some shit like that, I don't believe in, in whooping her. I will whoop that ass. Like, that shit was out of control. I was. I would delete her. Her plan done. <laughs> Either she's get getting ass whooping, or that 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 phone was getting broken. Period. Because that was crazy. That was crazy. That was honestly uh, OD. Okay. Yeah, so but right. But so back 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 to the topic. People know this. Like this isn't. You shouldn't like be surprised by. Well, you should be surprised by some of the things that. The documentary said, but the fact that we're addicted to these devices, especially these social media sites, that's not that's not surprising. You know this. Everyone's everyone should know this. Teenagers and like younger people, I get they don't think that far into it. Especially like one of the kids said, like it's not that big of a deal. Like I only get on the like once an hour, an hour a day or something like that. And it was like way more than that's like four or five hours. So like they don't even know that they're using it as much as they are, actually are. I think the two things, I guess, are the most scary things that people probably wouldn't think about that they kind of mentioned in, in The Social Dilemma is one, it's like, like they said, there's really no laws against your personal data, you know, that they oh, collect. No. So there is, you know, there, I'm sorry, there is, someone out, there is someone out there actually uh, suing the, uh, because of the Cambridge Analytica thing, they're suing, I can't remember which company it was. I want to say either Google or Facebook to find out. He's, he's just trying to find out where, where his like, data is going. He's not even trying to stop. He just wants to know where it's going. They don't Definitely. even want to tell him where it's going. Because it's just like if they're really collecting, you know, uh, if I'm right-handed, left-handed, what my mm-hmm. personality is, um, my relationships, my friends, who I connect with, and so much more. Basically, my psychology, you know, exactly. like when I wake up, when do I go to sleep? What interests me, what doesn't, when I'm happy, when, when I'm happy, when I'm sad, what's going to trigger me, what's going to make me get back on. And then, you know, they're selling, all, using all that data just to make a couple bucks from the ads that invest in all this. Like, where is that going? They have showed all those computers, you know, on, on one clip. So I can only imagine how many more computers they have. And that was just one company, you know, so I, you got to think about all the social media that's out there. That is a lot of data just floating around on the web. Which yeah. is crazy to me. Like, it's almost crazy. So I'm one of those people where I think about, this is going to kind of be like a side note, I guess. If you ever think about like outer space, you know, like all the shit that's out there that we have, we have no idea about. Mm-hmm. I think of it the same way as the internet. Like all that shit that we put on there, we have no idea where that shit goes. <laughs> it's it's going to store somewhere. It's got to be getting stored somewhere. And like, what are you doing with that? Or at least tell us where it's going, you know? Uh, we see so many things about, uh, websites that get your data and sell it to the black market, you know, but we never really find out like what that, like, what does that mean? You know? And you're right. You you don't know where your, your data is going. Like it's like the dark web because you don't know where it's going. Like you, we didn't even know it was a thing. I didn't know anything about data two years ago, three years ago. Like this was, this was not something that was even on, even on my radar. I didn't know they were making money. I knew that like Facebook had to be doing something because they were a billion dollar company. Right. Didn't know how they were making those billions. Turns out, off of us. Come Definitely. on, now, people. We we are the product. As, as exactly, said. we are the product. And, and really, uh, my bad. I'm going to cut you off, but I was going to say there's really not necessarily a way to stop it per se. No, you can't put. But he said you can't put the uh, the cat back in the bag. It's over right. now. But you do need to be aware of it. I think is the most important thing. Like, be aware of what you what you're doing and what you're putting out there. Like, you really have no idea 
There should be laws. It definitely should be. Uh, yeah, of what protection? Yeah, I know some people are arguing like that comment because I know plenty of people are like we need less government, so more self regulation. But like, nah, when these, when these big tech companies are doing stuff like this, you need some government oversight. You need someone um, uh, setting laws and, and saying, hey, you can't do this. And if you're going to do this, you need to be more transparent about what's going on, where is it going. You just can't have. Uh, you can't be the one setting the rules and not no one ever checking you on it you need some check and balances in my opinion checks and balances ooh taking me back to government in like 10th grade i like that i'm out here you out here i'm um, out here but say what are some uh any key take not really key takeaways because that's kind of what we've been talking about now but like yeah. anything that really stood out from the social dilemma that like made you like stop write it down or really think about yeah so the uh, the inventor of the like button. Oh yeah, and his 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 little story on how he wanted to be something positive, something cool. Like he wanted it was a positive thing, and then to turn where not not kids are like committing suicide or like depressed and going through like social anxiety over the like button. Right, like if they I get was, in the flights or don't. Yeah, that that blew me away. Like that really, because like that's true, and I, I felt that myself. Like when I was like probably still to this day, I'm getting honest with myself, but. Like you ever, you never, you ever like put like a, a funny ass meme and like you get a bunch of likes. You're like, yeah, I'm feeling y'all niggas. This that was funny, right? But then if you, you drop something that, that you think is funny, it, funny to you, and you drop it, and nobody like it. I'm like, well, I know somebody I fuck with like this. I'm not the only one I heard think is funny. You think about it, like, and I'm not, and I'm not even someone who, who really needs other people to, to like make myself feel feel good about. Like, I don't, right. I don't, I don't live in that realm per se. So for, for it to hit me, like, hey, fuck y'all, y'all want to like my shit? And that, just even a little bit, I can't imagine a, a 14, 15-year-old girl going through, like, starving herself because she, she thinks she's too fat because no one liked her picture. Someone put a comment on her picture, like, yo, you're fat. You know, something like that. Just like, that, that comment was surprised. The like button turned into something so negative when it, when it was supposed to be. I do think that's like the, the human... I don't want to say the human nature, but that seems to be like one of the human things. You know, you invent something, you think it's going to do something great, and you really have no idea about that other side of what, what comes with it. I was going to say, one of the things that really stood out to me is the way, like you said, that they pretty much control what you see on your feed. So uh, yeah. for those of you that have read it, I read The Power of Habit. I haven't completed it, but I've read a good portion of it. Uh, there's a little story in there about Target and how they use your data to essentially give out coupons and information, like things that you would buy based on things that you do buy in the store. So say you go to the store and you buy some baby clothes. Okay, cool. You might buy something else that goes with baby clothes like wipes or uh, maternity outfit or something like that. And then next thing you know, within like the next few weeks, they've compiled so much data about you. They start sending all these coupons that kind of gear towards you. But then they take that information and they just build it more. So like, say you get a Target card and you buy more specific things in that specific area. Now they know where you live and what you like to buy. Now they can decide. Uh, it said they can determine how many months you are just by the things you buy or where you live and so That's on and crazy. so forth. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's a, literally like a whole marketing sketch for shopping. Now, I know that's a little bit more different when you think about it in terms of social media, but it's just crazy how that kind of uh, correlated to me. Oh, for sure. You ever, you ever think about the fact that like Target doesn't need to do that. 
it's target. It's an it's it's so recognizable. Like it's part of the culture. It's a part of our American way now. So why why would you feel like you need to take that extra step? I never understood that. Well, I say that's how they got started, and I guess you know when something's good, when if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, and they just build on it. So who knows? Like what yeah, else I mean, they do? You're so big, like you don't need to do any of that anymore. You're fucking you, like like McDonald's. If McDonald's never made another commercial again. Someone's gonna, someone's still gonna buy their food. Like you, those golden arches, you know what that is. We went to how many different countries? And guess what we saw in every country? McDonald's. McDonald's. Exactly. So Thailand, I, don't understand why, I was in McDonald's. Facts. Spain, we lived in McDonald's. I don't know why, but we did. It's that staple, man. Like you said, they're so big. Anywhere you go, there's one there. You feel comfortable there. So, so I, yeah, I, I really just don't understand why these, these uh, races have to do that. But, sorry, a side note on the McDonald's thing. Have you seen the the Travis Scott meal? I guess you yes, call it the the collaboration. I guess you could say. Have you gotten one? I have not. I have not been to McDonald's. So have you? No, I haven't been to McDonald's in a long time. Either I don't know. We're I guess we're both the people that we hear the hype for something and we really don't give into it until like way later. So yeah. we might never get a Travis Scott burger. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's like uh, on the term on the topic of social media. I was very late to Instagram. Like, I'm talking, I just joined, like, two years ago. Yo, we are the same person. I was late to Facebook. I was late to Instagram. I was early to Twitter only, or only because this is a sign that my homie was like, yo, it's a new thing. We should, we should make profiles right now. I was like, yeah, I'll do it later. He's like, no, do it with me right now. So like, he knew who I was. He knew I was going to do it. So like, we, we sat there and did it, right? And Sway, when I tell you my password, it was like, I just, I just randomly typed the keyboard. Like, I don't know what the hell that password is. So that account is still active, I'm sure, from like 2000 and whenever Twitter came out. And that's the only one that I can actually say that I, I was I was early onto it, right? But Instagram, I late Snapchat. I didn't even make my Snapchat. My homie Thomas, shout out Thomas, uh, made it for me. It's like I'm with you on shout that. Shout out Thomas. But uh, yeah, I was late to that too. I remember like one of my uh, older girlfriends used to try to make me get on, and I was like, why would I do that? <laughs> Why would I do that? I just got on around the same time I got Instagram. And I, uh, yeah, it's weird. We're late. We're the same people. Yeah. Late, late bloomers. Look at, you, look at you shouting out the ex-girlfriend. Look at you. You know, she broke my heart though. So don't hit me up. It's fine. Oh, is it, is it that one? It's that one. The breakup playlist, bro. It's that oh, one. Hey, hey, fuck, fuck you. Never mind. You know yeah. what I ain't shouting Fuck you. Yeah. But hey, yeah. wife, if you're listening, hey, I love you. Don't worry no, about this. Yeah, no, no, no. No, it ain't nothing like that. All right. I'm on social, no, I was going to say on the social dilemma. Uh, honestly, not that I could think of. It's not that we don't. We're never going away from social media, right? No. Never. Ever. We could. We could. We could, but we're not. We could, but it's very unlikely. And why is that? Probably because most people give their children phones as toddlers. And mm-hmm. I really think that's a problem, too. Like, too much, too much phone as a toddler. Like, the only way to keep them quiet is to give them a phone for, like, Yo. Don't do that to me. You you killing me right now. Be quiet. Be quiet. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. That's me. Is it you? Yeah, I, I give my my daughter like she has her own iPad. You know that, and that's fine, but not too long though. Like not too long. So like in moderation, because I know children lose their like, uh, what is it? Their focus. Interest. Yeah, interest, interest. You know yeah. what I mean? But I can imagine, or I hope, and I know you probably are. So just make sure you stimulate your children with something else. You know, what I mean, don't be that one parent that gives them a oh, no. tablet and you know. Uh, you know they'll be fine. 
the next thing you know, that's all they want to do is sit on their tablet or play video games all day, and they don't know how to do anything. They don't know how to go outside. They don't know how to do anything. They don't want to yes. do anything. So yeah, like I, I guess I love my child, and I'm I'm the type of father like I'm I if you know better, you do better, right? So I I do give her the tablet, like when she when she needs to like sit down and calm down. But for the most part, I, I let her run around. We play. We, we color. We draw. We go outside. It's good. But like it messes it messes with my mentality when I don't get her out and like let her go outside and let her play, let her stimulate her mind. Because I feel like I'm the worst father in the world. So I don't know how people can sit there and just let their kid just melt away into a tablet. Definitely. Like it's all that, about that, that balance, man. That balance. And disclaimer, I don't have a kid, so I'm not like licensed to speak on it. I have dogs. That's about it. But uh, <laughs> definitely. Hey, bad. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so and I, I, I do want to say that like if, if you are a parent and you do do that, speaking as a parent, I, I, I get it. I really do. Like sometimes, boy, it can be hell, right? So you give them the, you give them the, the tablet, you give them the iPhone and you just let them sit down, right? Don't, don't, don't get too hard on yourself. Cause I, I, I literally get too hard on myself. Like if she's on it for an hour and like, I don't, I don't do anything with it. So don't, don't let it stress you out too much. Just pay attention to it. Like, like Sway said, and you just gotta, you just gotta monitor it, limit it the best as possible. I say that I think the best thing you could do is just be uh, aware, really. As long as you're aware, then yeah. you're already fighting half the battle. Um, I, I wrote down how they had uh, the three the three main goals: the engagement, the growth, and the revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know how much I want to touch on that, but I just think it's interesting. You know, people don't use social media for engagement, growth, or revenue. They use it to connect with family, like they said, or uh, post your pictures and stay in the loop. You don't think that facebook is running their company just to keep you on there grow their company and get money that's not what you think of when you log in right so i, I thought that was interesting one of the dudes i think it was the dudes with the dreads i love the dude with the dreads oh yeah the dude with the dreads yeah he was cool <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, i think he was the only who said that like pay attention to those those uh for free apps or for those for free services because they're getting their money somehow right so if you download this facebook app and it's free to you they're getting their money other way, which stood out to me because, like, I'm, I'm forever in a day looking for something for free. Definitely. So that that caught my attention a little bit. I was like, mm, you are right. But like, Facebook is really good at that because, like you said, the family thing is what people go on there for. It's like you you, you stay there for family. Like on deployments, Messenger was was what I used. Oh man! And then, like we switched over to WhatsApp a little bit, but like I really didn't fuck with WhatsApp. It was mostly Messenger. Yeah, I was going to say, people were sick on my last deployment whenever we went into MCON for like five, six months of it. And they blocked uh, social media for all of deployment, no matter if we were in MCON or not. What? Yeah, they cut that out. They got rid of Instagram, no Facebook. You couldn't log in on ship's computers at all. You couldn't do the M.Facebook, like not even that move? Uh, I think you could a little bit towards the... No, not even, not even then. You couldn't get on Facebook at all. You had to wait till we went on underways, like away from Ooh. deployment. Man, that's trash. Yeah, man. There was no none of that. It was email or nothing. Not even, oh my god! What did y'all do? Talk to each other. Place. I learned how to play spades. Not very good at it, but I learned hey. how to play spades. <laughs> spades was stressful, bro. I was like, damn, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I, I almost pl- lost my black card for that shit. I've been playing this since I was young. I love spades. That's like probably the only like card game I really play besides like go fish. I don't even know how to play that, bro. <laughs> I think I'm not even sure about Goldfish. I, I think I, I can. I'm good. But I don't remember. I don't know, man. They're yeah. playing speed. 
Go Fish. Never, never got speed. Um, there was something else, but I can't remember what it was called. Oh, but definitely was super speed. Boring. Oh yeah, we were out there, bro. My BM1, he was really into that. So my BM1 would play, and then uh, all the BM2s would come down. A couple BM3s, we just hang out in the office and play spades. Yeah, my bosun would be down there if we play spades. Was he BM1 black? Yeah. Yeah, of course, of course, he was black. Did he play Joker, Joker, Deuce, Deuce, or did he play Ace High? Joker, Joker, Deuce, Deuce. Okay, so y'all played it the correct way. Thank you. I was yeah. gonna, I was gonna, okay. I was gonna, you know, look at you a little different, but spaces get you killed out <laughs> here. I just want y'all to know that. Yeah, it really will. I had to download an app to play in my own time so I could figure out how the fuck to play because, like, trying to learn how to play with everybody was not fun at all. I actually stopped playing because I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm not about to keep doing this with y'all. <laughs> I want to talk about, like, my, my crazier moments playing Spades with, like, my homies and shit get intense, right? Spades, spades will get you there. I'm telling you Spades right is now. a real, like, a real war path. And I, I learned that early and I just, I stepped out. I said, you know what? This is not for me. I don't have it in me. Thank you for inviting me, but I'm going to be over here. Your wife don't don't fuck with spades. No, she don't really play spades. She plays speed. I've, I I don't even look what that is. I, I've heard it before, but I have no idea what it is. I had no right idea now. what it was until I seen him do it. I don't even know how to explain it to you. I just know it's very fast. I was gonna say with well, speed, there's gotta be some. I think I know what it is. Like they just dropping cards and like yes. certain cards. Okay, I, yes, I've seen that. I, I, don't know I, I can't. My mind doesn't process shit like that, so I can't be doing that either. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, fuck that. We're on a major side note, so if you're still with us, we appreciate you. <laughs> Super side note, right? This, but, this is mean. what happens. So, moving on to our next topic, we're going to discuss marriage. And again, Sway and I, like, we're, we're really similar, but we, we live to a different, two different lives, right? So, she got married kind of quickly. I took about five years before I decided to, to get married with my wife. And the question came up how soon is too soon? And for me, I say, if you know, you know, and even if you guys stay together, right, and it doesn't work out, if you feel like it's, it's the right time, you do it and you live with the consequences, right? It may work, it may not, but like, I, I've gotten to a point in my life now where there's no point in like hesitating. If you love the person that you want to do it, hey, I, I say do it. Even though I, it took me five years, it took me five years because I, I was a nigga out here in the streets and marriage wasn't what I, I thought I wanted for my life, right? But in hindsight, I wish I would have done it sooner. And then hindsight, hindsight, I wish I would have never got married. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um, so on that note, I agree with the homie Sway, homie DJ. Uh, when you know, you know. So like when I got married to my wife, I believe we were only together, you know, like officially about a year. And Granted, my first proposal didn't go well. I'm not going to kick that to you yet until I talk to my wife, make sure it's okay if I put that out there. But it didn't. Oh, man, that would have been gold. It would have been gold. But I got to ask her (laughs) first. So we're going to keep this on here. And uh, if my wife says it's okay, then I'll kick the story to y'all. But uh, I got played. Uh, Love you, though. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, when you know, you know. So, like, (laughs) when I first met my wife, like, I already I knew that this is somebody that I can marry, like, right off the bat, just for how she is. But the question in my mind was, are we going to get there? Like, can, can we get there? And obviously, hindsight, we got there. Uh, but not without fucking dramatics that continue to this day. Love you, though. Yeah, but how did you know? I know you said that, like, you, her, her personality was, was what got you there. But, like, give me, give me more details. Like, what about her personality? Did it matter? Is it, like, is it the same as yours? Or are you guys completely opposite? Like, what about her? 
and her personality made you feel like that was the one. So on that, that when you know, you know. So for her personality, we are kind of the same people. I guess it just depends. Like, you know, somebody like you get along with, you gel with somebody so well. Yeah. You know, every time, like we literally up until like a few months ago, we never had like a bad, a bad argument. Like we would always kick it. We'd laugh. We'd have a good time. We'd listen to music together. Like I fuck with that. Like we chill. We listen to the same music. We listen to R&B or whatever. And we just hang out. We'd watch movies, eat pizza. So that's just like something like I never really had before to be able to like kick it and be so cool with somebody like in a space. Yeah. And like once I started to like hang out with her. So like on deployment, we went to San Diego and like uh, for the two, three days we were there, we were literally like playing house, you know, like we were hanging out at the hotel or we go walk around San Diego, like hand to hand. I was like, yo, this shit is different. (laughs) Like, (laughs) different. (laughs) I was like, oh, wow. Cause like I was on my own shit, you know, and I'm sure she, she was on her own shit. So like for us to be kicking it like that, doing that whole like romantic fucking Netflix movie show is like, yeah, this is, this is it. This is it. I'm fucking sold. Sign me up. Another question I, I want to throw your way. So I, I know you guys, you guys got married kind of early. So you guys really didn't live together before, right? Like it wasn't no. like, tell me how it was living with it once you got married, especially being so quick. So a little backstory on that. Uh, before we got married, we were, out, we were on the same ship together. So the only time we kind of, quote unquote, lived together was when we'd stay at each other's like hotel, barracks or whatever in, in ports. Mm-hmm. So we got married and we lived together for about, oh shit, probably like four or five months before she went on deployment. So I know a lot of people have a hard first time, like when you like meet somebody and you see their habits. Yeah, um, but we really didn't have too many issues. I mean, the, granted, there's some fucking pet peeves. Like when she Always. used the bathroom, she used all toy tissue, and she doesn't fucking put a roll on there. And I'm like, why? Same. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh my god. Oh, ooh. oh, yeah. I'm sorry, but I felt that. I'm sorry. No, Go you're ahead. good, man. Like, what the fuck? Or like, <sighs> she does a lot of shit that don't be making no sense. She she <laughs> she likes to cook. She likes to bake. So she has a lot of baking and cooking things, and I can't complain because the food's great. You know. But there be a lot of shit that you never knew that you could have, <laughs> genuinely. And I, like every day, she's coming home with like new cupcake pans and baking pans, and I'm just looking around the, not in the apartment, like, "Yo, where is this gonna go? <laughs> like, what is this magical storage <laughs> that you have?" <laughs> so, okay, All right, so definitely. The re- the reason I I asked you that is because, like I said, I I took about five years before I decided to propose. But we had lived together for two years before that point. So like, I knew what I was getting into when I was getting married, right, as far as like living with someone. And when I say I was just so in love with my wife that I didn't realize how different we were. I thought we were the same person, right? I'm like, yo, she's kind. I'm kind. She's smart. <laughs> she I'm out here kind of smart, right? And then when like we actually like got married and lived together, I realized how different we were. And it's not like a bad difference, right? But it's a weird different. Like, I promise you, Sway, when it's hot to her, I'm freezing. And when she's cold, which is most of the time, I'm usually hot. And when I tell you I'm hot most of the times, I sleep with a fan in the wintertime. I'm usually that hot, right? My AC is still on. And on the days where I'll be just like, yo, it's cold. This motherfucker out here with a t-shirt, shorts on, talking about she hot. Never failed. Cannot tell you a time where our body temperatures matched up ever 
which is to me was just like, you know, we are really different, right? She's a lot louder than I am. Although that's not true. I could be loud too, but like she's more consistent with her loudness. I'm more chill. So like my question to you is why do you, why do you think that is like, cause it's not like you guys changed per se. The only thing that changed was you got married. Right. Yeah. And I think oh, I was going to say, I think this happens a lot for some reason. So like, why do you think, why do you think that is? I really loved her. Like I, I was so in love with this person that nothing else. Really, I didn't, I didn't see anything else. So I didn't even notice that we were different in that way. Like it never dawned on me that like, Yo, she's she's cold. I'm hot. I'm hot. She's cold. If she was cold, I'd warm her up. I'd make sure she was warm, even though I was burning up. I still make sure she was warm, right? Stuff like that, because I was just like that was that was, that was my baby. I want to make sure. She... But when we got married, it was more like, all right, we have to. I, I have to learn how to not be be in love with you, but like be married to you, right? Because the marriage is, is a little different than like what we spoke on the last podcast. It's not just like boyfriend or girlfriend. So you have to make some concessions. You have to... right, like some hard hard truths. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started to realize the differences. So it was like, I was just so in love, I didn't really give a shit. And then when we got married, I had to make concessions, like you said. Boy, that's when I realized. Which is fine, right? I don't mind being like, I'm, we're not so different to where like, she's a super hard Bible thumper and I'm just like an atheist, right? We're not that, right. that level, but it's, 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 we're different. And I can definitely uh, agree to the same thing because uh, we me and my wife went through our little part where I started to realize, okay, this is how you like to conduct business, you know, and, and this is how I like to conduct business and it's two different things, but in order yeah. for us to uh, stay married happily, right. We need to figure out how we're going to come together and get on the same playing field. Find that medium, the happy medium, man. Right. Happy. Like that, that 50, 50, you know, and, and sometimes it's not 50, 50, like, like we discussed a little bit on the other, on the last pod, you know, go check that out and come back here if you need to. But um, yeah, yeah. I- yeah, like like it's not it's sometimes you have to give it it will it won't always be fifty fifty, right? It always it might be thirty seventy, right? You have to be able to humble yourself and realize that her way might be better. You just have to. So like now for me, like I'm using like the the like our body temperature thing is to me is, is amazing. I've learned that the fan that I have I can't have like that big ass fan. It has to be like a small little personal fan that I have to lean towards myself so that it's not blowing over her and making her colder when she's already freezing. That's Stuff dope. like that. That is compromise right there in a in a little something simple as a fan. That is compromise. Yeah, because I mean, and I still be burning up because I love fan don't do shit, but it's, it doesn't <laughs> enough to where I'm I'm like okay, and she's not being bothered by it. So just shit like that. The small things, man. So on the topic of how soon is too soon it's really when you know you know for us um, oh, yeah. if you have a different opinion please let us know we i'm really interested uh, whether you're married or not married obviously give us your opinion because like sway said i really didn't think i'd ever be married right um but when i met this person i started to realize that this is something that i could do with this person so you never know when you know you know since and since we don't want to give y'all like the story of, of the <laughs> engagement, I'm gonna give y'all a little story, right? I'm not gonna say his name, but like my best friend before I joined the navy, he was the reason I joined the navy, right? We were that close. He was dating a girl for about two months. She was, from what I could tell, someone who was from the hood. 
this dude that I know, like my best friend, he was he was not a hood dude, right? He was very sheltered. He grew up comfortable. And he calls me up two months into their dating. He moved in to her place. She stayed in the projects, legit like section of home. And he hits me up. He's like, yeah, I'm getting married. Can you be my best man? Like, it wasn't like a big wedding. We went into the courthouse or whatever. I was like, huh? He's like, she loved me, dog. And I'm like, oh, I was about to say his name. Yeah, what do you mean you're getting married? You've been together for two months. He was like, nah, man, she loves me. I'm like, how do you know she loves you, bro? And this fool with a straight face or a straight tone in his voice tells me she stabbed me in the foot because she thought I was cheating on her. She yeah. loves me. <laughs> so when you know, you know, and sometimes you're wrong because they got divorced not too long after that, right? But when you know, I guess you know. And when you know, you know, man. Sometimes what you know ain't the truth, but hey, you know. It. You never know until you know. It's all about chances, you know? <laughs> you don't take that chance, then what do you know? If he didn't do it, then he wouldn't have known that, you know, he was going to get stabbed in the foot. That's yeah, if an you ever listen to this podcast, he's definitely going to know what I'm talking about. Because I, and I, I tell, I told him that story a few times because he, he, he forgot about that or he didn't remember that part. <laughs> Trauma gone. Bro. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Two months, one year, five years, whatever you know, you know. And if if you're wrong, right, doesn't mean anything. It just means you the lesson. It didn't work out. Yeah, exactly. Experience. So while we're on the topic of lessons and experience, I just texted my wife, who's in the other room, asked her if I could tell this story. So if you're ready, oh, I'm gonna try and be. Yes. I'm gonna try and be uh, the storyteller I normally am. Hopefully, I don't get uh, scared on the mic here. Oh man, so, I wouldn't have told that story. Damn. For real. So. Uh, like I said, I'm married to my wife, um, but it was a initial proposal that didn't go well. So let's talk about it. Why didn't so, it go well? <laughs> it didn't go well. Why not? Well, we were in the middle of deployment. <laughs> That's number one. <laughs> so let me give you some backstory. We're on the middle of deployment. We're on our like second to last port. And I'm in, my, I'm in my rack. Yeah, on a ship. And I'm in my rack. And I'm thinking, you know what? If we hit this port that they say we are, I'm going to propose. So we get to, it might've been Bahrain and I'm in Pandora and I'm looking for a ring with my uh, being one who's like a uh, dad to me. Yeah. And, you know, I find the perfect one, which hindsight on that, I'm glad that this thing I did during the proposal happened because the ring wasn't all that great. <laughs> Stay tuned and hear what I did to the ring. Okay. I buy the ring. I'm holding on to it. You know, I'm, I'm nervous as fuck, but I'm like, yo, I got this ring. If we get to this port, you know, God willing, I'm gonna take it as a sign. Cause I like signs, or at least I like to make believe that these signs are real signs, and I'm gonna propose. So I've been telling everybody what I'm gonna do. Uh, my homies is hyping me up, so you know I'm like, yo, I gotta propose. Why wouldn't I? Um, I'm talking to my wife, and I'm throwing out little hints there, cause she's like, yeah, blah blah blah. You know, as long as we're like still together, or whatever the case may be. And I'm like, oh, you have no idea. Or she's like, you know, you better have some good plans for me in in France, cause that's where we went. We went to France. I was like, oh, you have no idea, no idea. <laughs> So every port we hit, we always spend four days, four days. And one day you always have duty. Yep. So we get to France. We're on the fourth day. Okay. I've been walking around. I'm walking around with this ring all day in the case because I didn't know what else to do with it. Like, how could I propose without the case? You know, every time you see somebody get on one knee, they open the case, the rings in there. So I'm walking around with this big ass case all day in France. We go out to eat. I'm like, yo, you should do it right here can't nervous <laughs> whatever we leave we go out on like this beach and we're looking over the water there's hella people i'm like okay you should do it right here can't too scared glad i didn't that's why i'm telling the story glad i didn't hindsight 2020 um 
we get to the hotel room and we're packing the stuff and we're getting ready to catch the Uber back home. And she goes into the bathroom. I'm like, all right, this is it. You're going to do it here. You're going to fuck this up. You're not going to do it at all. So she comes out the bathroom. I ask her, you know, like, do you love me? She's like, yeah. I was like, okay, do you love me? Love me. You know what I'm saying? She's like, yeah. So she turns around and I'm, I'm sitting there on my knee, box open, ring. Looking down at me, and mind you, we're short ass people, so like she's looking down at me, not that long of a distance because we're short as fuck, too. And I'm looking up at her, and I'm like, you know, will you marry me? And she's got big ass eyes, so she's looking at me with even bigger ass eyes, like, bitch, what are you doing? <laughs> like, why are you down there? Did you drop a contact that you don't have? And I'm like, no, <laughs> in my mind, you're like, yo, why aren't you saying anything? And it seemed like forever, and she was finally just like, I can't remember what she said because I spaced so much, but it wasn't yes. Uh, let her tell it let her tell it it wasn't no but to me it was no because i think it was like you know i'm not ready so that's why the topic of how soon is too soon she said she wasn't ready so obviously i'm devastated okay i'm trying to play it off because we got to fucking drive back in the uber with some of her friends so i can't be in the car fucking mopey mopey how do you do that you're you're good you're good for that but i'm talking tinky tinky tink bro Bruh. So it didn't get any better from there. So obviously I'm mopey mopey. We're still in the, we're still in deployment. This is our second to the last port. Uh, we go through the motions because obviously I'm I'm not feeling it because she just said what sounded like no to me. Which uh, if you're out there and somebody says you know they're not ready, don't take it as no, even though it seems like no. Because again, let her tell it. It wasn't no, but to me it was no. Bruh. And I was fucked up, but like when you know, you know. So like at no point did I ever think to myself, yo, I'm done with her. Facts. I was crushed, but it wasn't like, yeah, I'm done with her. It was just kind of like we were just in this weird space until I could, like, figure out my shit. Because nobody likes rejection, obviously. Mm. So, anywho, um, I didn't handle that well. So, <laughs> we're out on deployment, uh, and we're on the boat deck having one of our various discussions. And at this point, we had been, like, kind of off and on with, like, talking, like, hot and cold. And I'm in my rack. Well, let me backtrack. So, I'm in my rack. And I got this ring and I'm like, yo, I'm going to ask her one question. And if she don't answer me, I'm throwing this shit in the water. Okay. The Mediterranean Sea or whatever the fuck we were. I can't remember. Maybe it was the Atlantic Ocean. I can't remember. But anyway, I get my ass to the boat deck. I asked her one question. I swear to God, I don't even know what I asked. She answered me wrong. I flicked that shit. I flicked that shit like I was playing fucking paper planes in the goddamn ocean. This ring I done spent money on. That shit was gone. I was, and she's like, "Did you just throw my ring?" I'm like, "Your ring? You said no." <laughs> okay, that was God's ring in the ocean. That shit's a part of history right now. So hey, if you're listening and you just so happen to like scuba dive in that ocean, whichever one it was, and you find a ring from Pandora, I think it says "I love you." It's got like a double band. Uh, it's mine, but it's yours now. It's history. No, it was hers. It is hers. Yeah, it's her ring to this day. I bet. And like, granted, I, the ring I bought her now was a, a lot nicer, way more money. So I guess in hindsight, I'm kind of happy she said no, because I really don't really like the ring that I picked. But uh, yeah, I flicked that shit in the ocean. So if you're as dramatic as me, you know, drop something down in the comments or hit me up on social media. Or if you know you think I was wrong and you want to bag on me, I don't want your negativity, like Sway said. I don't want that. Yeah. Just kidding. Let me hear it. I like to laugh. Yo, if you don't laugh at that story, that amazing story, you something's wrong with you. She just dropped a gem, a gem. That was that was a great story, Sway. Uh, yeah. So, so I was out to your wife for knowing she wasn't ready at the time, right? For real, she she wasn't ready, so she didn't say yeah. 
which I guess it could have been worse if she would have said yes. And then all of a sudden, you know, she calls it off. So I shout exactly. out to her for being uh, emotionally intelligent. Oh, yeah. A very oh, emotionally yeah. intelligent person. Um, but yeah, she she hit me later, like once we moved in together. And because her thing was, again, on the topic, how soon is too soon? Her thing was, I uh, hadn't met her parents yet. Right. Um, we hadn't lived together. We hadn't really discussed marriage up until that point it was just kind of i guess me like springing it on her because that's just how i felt for me but i i guess i didn't take the time to really think about that side of it so she really exposed me to some new shit and all together y'all, y'all stay true to, to yourselves right you felt like she was you were ready and she wasn't it's okay and like look at y'all now married with dogs we out, out here. here out here living well ladies and gentlemen on that note on that great story thank you for listening this has been the small victories with side notes. We've talked about our beginnings, our freshest beginnings, but also what led us to this podcast. We discussed a little bit of the social dilemma and how we felt about his role or social media's role on our lives, our kids' lives, etc. Then we hit you with a little bit of marriage topic. I, I feel like Swage so dropped a gem of a story. <laughs> uh, so thank y'all for listening. Yes, thank you for listening. Uh, got the homie DJ. Renee here, tune in on the next episode again. Uh, if you have any suggestions for topics, please let us know. Otherwise, when we know what the next topic will, so will you. Uh, we want to do a special shout out again on all the people that took the time to listen to the first episode. And we want to shout out to you if you're here listening to the second episode, whether new or you listen to the first one. Uh, please tell your friends about it. And uh, we're just really two people here trying to live out uh, a newfound dream, really. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Good night.